2019, the year of the bird, probably. As we look back on our year and how it went for each and every one of us, we ask ourselves, where did we begin and where do we begin? My name is Wayne Wayne Radio TV. I am joined by... I am Trog, and this year, for me, was the year of the eagle, my favorite bird. Yeah, and uh, I'm Log. This year, I began in a vampire cave close to Ripton. You can continue. I want to hear more about it. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm curious. I well, won't explain who I am. I... I, I'm only saying the beginning. Oh, you're leaving us. You're leaving us hanging. Okay. Okay. We'll go into okay. It. Yeah. I. Yeah. I am Erarg, and I washed up on a shore without all my memories, and I'm slowly trying to piece them back together. I'm Balp, and it's the year of the pig because that's the Chinese lunar calendar mm. year. Are we sure, though? Yeah, I know that because of Grand Blue Fantasy. Next year is the year of the rat. I'm glad Chinese culture appreciates their contributions to our society. Wait, is it the year of the pig? 2019 is the year of the pig, and it's the year of the pig until February. Fuck yeah. I think it should be that again. I don't want that to change. Can we ask? Well, it's the year of the pig because the pig came last in the race because it's slow and, and dumb. Next year is the year of the rat. I'm all for that. Oh, fuck yeah. That's two in a row. That's awesome. The rat came first in the race because the rat is smart and cunning. Just like the people on this podcast. Are cats on the Zodiac calendar? <laughs> uh, no. In the Chinese story, the cat did get an invite to the race, but the cat uh, took a nap. It, it did cat things and it forgot. And, and by the time it realized, the race already started. So it's not in the calendar. Wait, the cat came second? No, the cat got wasn't even in the race the the cat got an the cat got an invitation as one of the like animals and it just fell asleep instead so i think that's bullshit because the cat should have been chasing the mouse the rat to the finish line and therefore it would have came well second. no it fell asleep because it was a lazy shit like all cats are and i understand no, i understand but i i propose a change the cat should have shot the rat with its service pistol and then researched the nutrition <laughs> problem for mantises. All right, all right, all right. Hang on. I propose that we make our own Zodiac right now. What comes first? Starting, we're going to do our own Zodiac. What's the first year? 2020. It's got to be 10 years. Be an animal? No, it, does, it, it can, can be, be anything. anything. What is Here it? Here the Cheeto. Wrestling moves. I chips. Chips. We're getting some very <laughs> disparate... Answers. It's either Cheetos or wrestling moves. We gotta get bugs a year. I think they need one. Bugs. Hey, I mean, brands are already becoming all encompassing. They should now. They should be the years now. They should be in the zodiac. You're gonna be the year of bugs. Uh, pig and McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's presents 2021. <laughs> yeah. Is this like a European style, like monthly? Each month is a different sign. No, or is it like an Asian system where each year is a different like sign? No, it's the Asian system. Okay, twenty twenty through twenty twenty nine, we are determining the the ten new objects or items or ideas of the zodiac. Twenty twenty is bugs. Twenty twenty one McDonald's. Twenty twenty two is the Shining Wizard. Okay, if we're doing yeah. wrestling moves. Twenty twenty three is months. Can we fit? The boogeyman somewhere in there. Sure. No, impossible. <laughs> Cannot be done. Should we do the boogeyman or should we compound to all monsters? Okay, you know what? That's more fair. Let's have the year of the monsters. 
That's going to be a scary one. Not many will survive. <laughs> I think 2,222 should be the year of Frankenstein. Okay. You're thinking far in the future. He's not going to make it. He's going to be dead. He's already dead. Franken... No. What are you talking about? <laughs> Do you know the whereabouts of Frankenstein? Did my mom lie to me? If Frankenstein dies, they can just make another one. It's like it's like Groundhog Day. It's like they're going to be another Groundhog. Log, are you telling me my mom lied to me? No, Frankenstein lives in the the vampire cave south of Ripton. <laughs> I have grown up not believing but knowing that Frankenstein is real and alive. So there's one issue, um, and that is you have to come up with a story as to why these signs are in the order that they are. Oh, shit. Well, we just did. We they we came up with them on a podcast. The the signs in the, in the Asian calendar are the way they are because they ran they ran a race and the it it, you know they're going from first place to last place year of the bugs comes first because they were the first thing to exist yeah okay i like the story so far and mcdonald's is the second the bugs in the primordial soup uh were the were the spark of all life and then they and then they made in mcdonald's the bugs did and then and then no that no this is just a commercial break it's the pilot and then the Like every story, there has to be a break for, uh... Wait, so first came Bugs, and then a McDonald's break, and then they did a Shining Wizard? They did... Collectively. The Bugs realized they needed to fight? That's who caused the Bugs to evolve. The Shining Wizard? (laughs) And then that became a wrestling move, so it's not so much that the wrestling moves are the year, but the wrestling move was based on the year. Okay. Alright, so we're doing some, like, retroactive history now. Okay. I don't even remember what came after that. And then 2024... So, so the bugs, the bugs, the bugs fucked around in the soup, and then they learned to fight from the wizard, and then the monsters came. And then, so that's five. I think two thousand. I think two thousand and twenty-six should be Pikmin because I think that's a good game. We need a new one. Yeah, but this one's Pikmin one. Did you guys play Pikmin three? No, no. <laughs> not really. Me neither. I bought I it. Pikmin and like I didn't play it. I think we as a society peaked when we introduced the concept of the year of luigi that that feels like so long ago when was that when was the year of luigi was it 2016 that was like 2012 yeah some shit i'll no way 2013 no way i i feel really i was was 2013 during the year of luigi okay so we need to move it around so it goes year of the bug year of the mcdonald's year of luigi again year of the mcdonald's And then Year of Shining Wizard, then Monsters. Then Pikmin. Well, I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know if we can fit two okay. Nintendo properties in there. So I think Luigi will be fine. We'll have to skip 2025. I think, so 2026, or sorry, 20, 2027. No, just skip 2025. What the fuck are you doing? 2026, 2027? Where are we going with this? We didn't pick one for five. I'm getting lost. Good. Yeah. Bugs are a long-standing concept. Shining wizards have been around since the dawn of time. Pikmin <laughs> has only been created, like, not too long ago. Right, that's from, like, <laughs> 2008, so... The way it's shaping up so far, this is, like, both an explanation for our Zodiac and creation myth. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it works out, because Pikmin could be, like, our crowning achievement for our era. Absolutely. But that way, if that's now, that means we're predicting the future with our Zodiac. Yeah, so what comes after now? What? So the next <laughs> one is, is, like, what we think will happen in the future. Yeah. So what's next? Wait, so which year are we on right now? I think we're on the, I think we're on 2026, but I, I lost track several times. 
So 20, so 2026, 2027, 2028, 2029. So we need four more. And the last one, and the last like one or two have to be about how the human race ends. Uh, so we're talking about like 2030? I was going to put monsters in twice then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how we end. The monsters come. All right, yeah. So monsters can be 2022 and 2029 because they're both the creation and downfall of the human race. I really hope that, like, universal movie monsters cause the end of the world. Like, Frankenstein just kills everybody. The Invisible Man beats me up in my room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Swamp Thing swamp thing wipes out entire cities. <laughs> they can't stop him. Year of 2030 is... No, no, no. At 2030, it just starts again. We already have that. No, But, like, this is... What? Yeah, let's just no, keep no, going. No, no. This Zodiac can be as long as we want it to be. <laughs> that is true. Let, yeah, let's add another one. Year 2030 is a year of being able to print gifts onto paper. Yeah, please. On my shirt, though. Get it on my shirt. So after the monsters defeat humanity, then they will discover the technology to print gifts on <laughs> we don't, paper. We don't get to enjoy it. They do. No. We can make a Zodiac calendar for monster civilization. That is yeah. true. I was thinking of like a 10-year system, but that's because I'm a I'm a Westerner. You know, the, the Asian calendar is like 12 years. So yeah, you can have more than that. Well, if anybody can parse that and tell us what we just decided on, Leave it in the comments, I guess. We also missed a few years. I, I mean, really, the only thing you need to remember, 2021, year of the McDonald's. Right. Big Macs, every day, always. So be prepared for bugs next year, and then Big Macs the year after that. The locusts come, and then you get your Big Macs if you make it. If they bring the McRib back in 2021, we called it. You know what the secret ingredient is. I don't know if the McRib ever left. I like I had a McRib like a month ago. It's okay. It's nothing special. But then the year after that, uh, wrestlers are gonna come out and just beat the shit out of all of us every waking moment. Okay. Um. So, do you, what government bodies do you think we can get to like agree with this? Uh, to, like, I mean, make it's it not it's not a government thing. It's a cultural thing. If everyone starts believing in it, then it'll they'll have to abide. That's true. All right, so we just got to make everyone believe in it. Yeah. Well, this is yep. the most popular podcast on Earth, so... It's a good thing, yeah, everyone listens to the podcast. We just got, like, a like a, the equivalent of, like, a YouTube play button, but for Spotify, for reaching 7 billion followers. <laughs> the world badge. We got them all. We got them all. The very first podcast to get all the listeners. I'm talking to Larry Tompkins in Minnesota right now. Fuck you. Stop listening. Minus one from our list. What do you, uh... So... You know, we're 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 talking about this. Uh, how has your year been overall? Year in review. It's been a great year. Cause in in uh last December's podcast, we did talk about you know what we wanted to do for the new year. I said I wanted to do a hundred trials, and unfortunately, oh yeah, your hundred trials. So I did I've been pretty se- I've been pretty serious. I have a list. That I keep on my, uh, like, just a, a list that I, I keep a text file. And every time I work hard on something that takes effort or time or both, I just write it down there. And unfortunately, I'm at 60. Oh. Uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty, yeah. It's over halfway. Not bad. Really, you just set your, you just set the number too high. The one thing that I remember about that is that I specifically told you not to make 100 shitty things. But just to make 100 things. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. did you remove that stipulation? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. 
So I, I got to 60, yeah. I don't remember what I said. I remember what I said. What did you say? I definitely said I was going to make a video game. Guess what didn't happen at all in 2019? You got 11 days. That's true. I can, it's not over, so... I could bust one out. Make like a make like a TI calculator game. Slap your name on a Trevor's thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That'll work. Get a special thanks credit. Write a line of code for him. And then you legally have to make half the money. My name was on Kickstarters that came out this year in the credits, so technically I helped make them. Oh yeah, there you go. Perfect. Oh, I just remembered. You you're talking about Invis- indivisible, right? Uh indivisible, I also backed Hypnospace. I just remembered. Oh, yeah. yeah, I just remembered because you said that I backed Indivisible back in like 2016 or whatever. I am most definitely on their credits as Log Pasta Tom Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Did you see it? Did you play the game to completion? I have not. I really. Oh, now you have it. to beat the yeah, game. Yeah, I, I just remembered that, so I'm gonna have to see it. Oh, that's fucking great! That's the best way to get me to play your game if you tell me that I'm in the credits. Oh yeah, it was those two. It was also Bloodstained and Bug Fables. Those all. Came. I had a lot of money like three years ago, and I bought all all these games. Oh, yeah. And like, oh <laughs> shit! Now I get free games when I didn't have a job. And that's hell cool. yeah, worked out perfect. Log, you meet your yearly thing. What was logs? Yeah, you my my resolution was to start and put out the first uh, chapter of a comic before my Ooh. birthday. And I most definitely did that. I done went and creamed it, as they say. Uh, I would not use those words, but sure. Is that what they say? What do they say that about? I don't... They say about something negative or positive. I don't understand. Who said I done went and creamed it? Uh, one of the wet cowboys. All right. All right, yeah. Oh, yeah, the famous white cowboys. Uh, I remembered mine, sort of. I think it had something to do with lines of, like, make videos regularly and, like, go hard and make this your best year. And I started doing that, and then I I stopped. But I had my most successful video ever this year, so... And let's hope that I can do the same if I can top myself in 2020. So, so, so far... Maybe I'll do it in 2019, wink, wink. And then, unfortunately, I don't don't believe Erarg was on that. Was Erarg on that one? No, it was Gur. Okay. So, not counting Erarg, so we have Log at 100% com- completion rate. We uh, have... 800% completion. Yeah, Log at 800, Woo! went the extra mile. We have Balp at Balp like 60. a 60... What did you say? 66? It was 60, so I'm at 60% completion rate. 60. So you're at 60%. I'll give Wayne, like, you know, 50, since that's that sounds about right. And the success of, like, the one thing I did counterbalances the fact that I didn't do it consistently. Right. And then I'm sitting at, I'm sitting at yeah. 0%. So <laughs> my priorities realigned pretty quickly last uh, year. We'll have to report him with Gurr when he's back on the podcast. My priorities realigned pretty quickly after the release of the video game Destiny 2, actually. It's okay. I'll give you guys some of my percent. Yeah, I'll just, I'll take 100% of logs, and I will retroactively, I'll play like a, a turn-back card, like an Uno, and I'll go back and say that my real goal was to play Destiny for like 400 hours in the last three months. And I did it! <laughs> Woo! Congrats. Hey, I have a problem. I'm going to use my 100 points from log to also change my my goal. 
Uh, and retroactively, my goal for 2019 was to run over a streetlight, and I did it. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> I did it. I I didn't think it would happen, because, like, it's tough, because the, the first thing that has to happen is that the streetlight needs to be fallen over first, and, like, every time I drove past the streetlight, they were always standing up, and I was like, GTA believe, leads me to believe that streetlights are... That those things come down easy? Those gigs come down easy, or at least they're easier than a tree or a mailbox sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Usually a mailbox. Trees are invincible, but streetlights are, like, made out of taffy. And bushes. And it doesn't, like, hurt your car at all to run over them, actually, according to GTA, so... The streetlights and video... Just any driving video game, you tap that shit and it pops out at the ground. Like... You ever, t- like, looked at the bottom of a streetlight, especially one on a highway? That thing, that's a thick piece of metal. That's a thick piece of, of like, a, of welding prowess. That thing is attached to the ground. It's got electric stuff in it. If it breaks... That's not good. Sparks fly. You don't want that. Shocks your whole car. You immediately get electrocuted if you hit a streetlight. So, I mean, I guess I can elaborate, uh... Was this Tuesday night? Was this yeah? Yeah, this was Tuesday yeah. night. Tuesday night on my way home from work, it was uh, we were getting hit by snow and uh, freezing rain, and uh, so the roads were snowy and, and icy and all that. And uh, I uh, went to drive home, and about five minutes into my commute, I see somebody pulled over on the side of the road. Uh, their emergency lights are on. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's a bad storm. People, people who have shit cars that can't handle it, they pull over to like break for a moment and wait for like a plow to come by or something. Um, the, uh, so I thought nothing nothing of it, and I continued to go 50 mile per hour road, 40 miles per hour. Uh, the, um, which, like in snow, my car can handle that, generally. Um, this road turned out as I went, the snow got worse. Uh-oh. And, uh, like, uh, maybe, like, less than a quarter mile down the road from that stopped car, all of a sudden I see more stopped cars, and I'm like, oh shit, what the fuck's going on? And with the snow I couldn't see, and then I see about maybe 150 feet in front of me, Streetlight just in the middle of the road, just crossing over the entire thing, and I'm in the Discord with with all these guys here, and I'm just like, oh shit! I, I don't do you do you remember Bal? You were who was here for that? You just said oh god about four times, and then we heard like a <laughs> bump, and then oh shit, and then like <laughs> yeah, we were pretty scared. It was very worrying. So, like I yeah, I, I don't think I like explained. Oh god, there's a streetlight. I just went like oh god, oh shit. No, you just said oh god a lot. As I slammed the brakes and the ice made it unable for my car to stop, and, like, because of the position of the streetlight, I also couldn't turn, and if I turned too hard, I was bound to flip my car, so I'm just like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, shit, 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 and, like, just, my car just went, like, fucking clean over that thing, bumping up and down, and immediately it bangs me onto the side of the road. Luckily, there was a big curb and no, like, ravines or anything. Actually, if I kept going, there was a hill down there that I could have fallen down, um, but my car stopped, and I'm just, like, sitting there wide-eyed, like, well, that... Fuck, it just happened. I'm still in the Discord. I'm just like, hey, guys, I just ran over a streetlight. Um, I got to go. And I left the Discord, and I get out of my car, and I see, and I can see clear, clearly now that there are two cars parked in front of me, one about, like, 50 feet away and one that's, like, a, like more than a half mile away that I can, like, barely see. Um, maybe not a half mile. That's a while. But, um, uh, and the lady's, like, the lady who was driving the car in front of me is out of her car just, like, looking at it with her hand on her head, and I get out, and I'm like... And I call out to her, like, are you guys okay? And she's like, did you just run over a fucking streetlight? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And she was like, we did too. And like, <laughs> and she's, and she's just like, oh my fucking God. And just like walking around over there. And, uh, all of a sudden, like a private plow, like a private owned plow, uh, comes by and like pushes the, like almost, almost immediately after all this happened, they pushed the streetlight out of the way before I could get like a picture of it or anything. And they pull up to me and, just, and they ask me if I'm okay. I'm like, yeah, they check out my car. Um, and my car is just, 
So they, they they put their head under the hood to like check for any like leaks or like engine damage. It's like okay, no problems here. Uh, all my tires were fine. The only damage I took uh, that I know of at the moment uh, was like my fender came off a little bit, and I was like, and they were like, dude, you got fucking lucky. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm very grateful. Um, they softened it up for you. Yeah, and then they uh, and then they go to the next lady's car, and uh, and I just kind of hear them go like, oh. Uh, apparently her, like, front tire exploded. Oh, uh, the, shit. And, like, they took some other number of damages to the car. Uh, they were fucked, and the, apparently the, like, the attachment point was too rusted to attach a new tire, so their car was totaled. Um, the, uh, I, maybe, I don't, I don't know if they're fully totaled, but you they got off lucky. way worse than I, and the guy who was way down the road from me was the guy who hit the streetlight and knocked it over. Ooh. He was at fault. I didn't see... Maybe they, they do come they down easy, like in GTA. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, because, like, they didn't immediately, like, rush the ambulance over to the first car. Um, the, in fact, it seemed like they checked him out last. Um, the, yeah, so I don't, I don't, maybe they do come down easy. Uh, viewers at home, test it. Test it and send us your results. And I'm just thinking, like, up in New England, they know what's, they know what's gonna happen. They know what's coming. They don't reinforce them street poles. Well, that might kill people. I think it's safer to make them easily knocked down yeah, so that the force say. isn't distributed to the car. They should put just like the rubbery stuff from playgrounds at the base. <laughs> so it's okay. yeah, why don't they just put like the repulsion gel from Portal Two on there? Like, why don't they just do that? Why don't we just walk everywhere? Why don't they just make them like like Danny Phantom phase out of reality whenever you drive through them? Why don't they just put them on legs in so they can walk around? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I see Trog shaking his head. What about the opposite direction and we replace all regular cars with, like, play toy cars? <laughs> if I were yeah. driving a car, I would simply not crash it. Why don't they just hire Dahir InShot to attach all of the streetlights to, like, zip lines that loom <laughs> over the highway? They, like, interconnect with each other. Make them out of hay. This is sounding like a strand game or something. <laughs> can we can we make the streetlights out of hay? I really like that idea. What if we just teleported? Dahir and Shot had like this crazy thing where it's like they they like use like hay for everything and like other shitty materials. Oh yeah, that's right. They use hay for like insulation. Yeah. Bad idea. What the fuck are they doing? There's one video where they had hay for, like, skyscrapers. Like, that was what they're going to make shit out of and, like, stuff like that. It's like, this... I don't know how that would work. We're going to make our skyscrapers out of hay and wood mush. (laughs) I think we should maybe give a little bit of context here just for people who don't know. Go onto YouTube and look up Dahir InShot, spelled D-A-H-I-R-I-N-S-A-A-T. Just go look it up. Watch a couple videos, it'll all make sense. I don't know if it'll all make sense is the right way. I don't know if these guys make any money off of what they do. I don't know what they specifically... If any of the things they have showcased probably ever have been made... No, absolutely not. (laughs) That much I can tell you. I think they just exist as 3D model creators and animators just making up like the inventions to try to sell to people. Yeah. It's like anime music for military grade <laughs> weapons. <laughs> That's the best way I've ever heard anybody describe that. It's like trying to like all those like life hack clickbait videos. What if they tried to make them like full scale and like real inventions? Yeah, what if we tried to build an apartment complex out of popsicle sticks and motors? What if we tried to make a grocery store where you drove through it? Now, you say that none of these have been created, but 
Some of them, if they were, we wouldn't know. Watch. Fucking a, a month from now, White House is going to get lit up by a fruit truck. It's going to oh, be destroyed shit. by a fruit truck drone. It's going to happen. That's true. There are secretive government... What do you even call them? Attack drones? I... I don't know what the fuck they are. They're like concealed attack drones. They're like, it's the stupidest fucking thing. So the very first Die Here InShot video that we found, and the one that we made us enamored with this company, um, it's not even a company. It's probably just like two guys. It's a company. Um, Is it a whole ass company that does this shit? It says, okay, Wikipedia labels it as a company, but, you know. Like, okay, so they fucking... So the very first video we watched was of, like, I don't even remember what they, if it had, like, a name for it. It was, like, concealed fruit truck, like, attack vehicle. And it's, like, a fucking truck. It's just a truck with a label on the side that says fresh fruit. And it drives around, and it shows you this truck driving around for a while with two guys on motorcycles trailing trailing behind. Um, and all of a sudden, they cut off the highway. You're like, oh, where are they going? Are they delivering some fresh fruits to, like, a compound out in the middle of nowhere? Um, but no, they drive out into the middle of the woods. Uh, and then it cuts, and you see the Air Force Base, the American Air Force Base. Uh, and it is, uh, bring your plane to the strip day. Every plane is on the runway, but they're not <laughs> they're taking off, there. they're just there. Every plane, tank, and, like, car is, like, in a, is, like, in a grid, like, breakneck <laughs> traffic. Even, like, the jet planes that need, like, a full track to go off, they're all just going off at once right next to each other. They, they've got every piece of military equipment they've ever made on the strips. And the strips, it's just for miles, there's these fucking jets. And the, so it cuts that, and you're like, oh, that's that's great. That's awesome. And then it cuts back to the forest, and the truck pulls up to a clearing. Uh, the uh, All of a sudden, the walls, they come down. The walls of the uh, the container. What do you call that? The fucking... Like the side panels come down. Like the cargo... Yeah. Yeah, the side panels of the truck, of the cargo area, come down to reveal, like, just this... You can't even tell what it is at first. It's just like a stack of, like, contraptions and metal and blades. It's like a stack of blades, basically. Yeah, a million, a million slats transform into a giant drone that hovers into the sky and unloads a missile silo. There's a bunch of... Par- there's, like, it's all condensed in this box, like a Swiss army knife that folds open and, like, all the blades, like, it folds out to a, like, a an arm, which has another thing that extends, which has helicopter blades on them, and it's, like, four, like, a quad... Like a quad drone, and they all start. The guy's like connecting shit together by hand. <laughs> yeah, he's doing it by hand. For some reason, it can't be completely autonomous. They have to have a dude there to like plug in the wires. They have the guy to like put the bullets from like the container oh, into yeah. the minigun that unfolds before the thing <laughs> takes off. Well, you don't want to take away everybody's job, you know? You don't want to take away everybody's job. And like, like, full umbilical cord still to the base. It's not even, like, autonomous on its own. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, like, doesn't it fly into the sky and it's, like, still attached to the ground? Yeah. Like. Yes. Yeah. And it's also, like, operated from a tablet. Yeah. It's like an iPad. Yeah. It's operated from a tablet. The two guys stand there. And, like, they, my favorite part of this is that, so they deploy it in this forest, and it flies up into the air, and it turns out this forest is within, like, a few miles of the Air Force base. And my favorite fucking part of this is that it just goes up 
So, like, in order to use this drone, you cannot fly it to its destination. It must be driven to a spot that is concealed and close enough to the point of attack to hit it with, like, machine gun fire. And it can only stay right there. Yeah, because it's it's connected to the ground. It's connected to the ground. And it just, so it flies up into the sky. It opens up its mini guns, and it just hails fucking fire down onto the fucking air force base it lights up every jet and people are just like running away from their jets because they're getting owned by the dahir in shotgun not like they could deploy the planes <laughs> that they already had ready to deploy well no, they can't because they're too they're too close together they're too scared there's not enough room to take off for anybody uh, what an oversight what an oversight <laughs> no one can take off and like they're cl- despite being close enough to hit them with like a minigun, they didn't pop up on like any like sonar or anything. It's just it's a base. There's also no outposts around the base to you know watch for people coming towards it at all. Okay, but that's the thing about that's the thing. Who would suspect a fruit truck? That's the point. Who would suspect a semi truck that says fruit on the side and nothing else? Fresh fruits on the side. Ah, uh, you're right. You're <laughs> right. They they they're just like, oh, this is our fruit shipment. Come on through. Yeah. It just so happened that they were expecting a fruit shipment today, so they didn't think anything of it. It's believable that, like, you could get the truck, like, off a highway and, like, into a grassy patch near a park or something and, like, maybe, like, have some area to set up an encampment or something. The funny thing is it tries to go even further than that when it gets, like, the deluxe version, and it shows that there's five trucks that are all fruit trucks. Oh, and right. they all have to, like, arrange themselves in a, like, a... It's like a Voltron, like... Yeah. It, it's combined. Combined into one gigantic drone. Yeah, and if you if you get that version, you can straight up take down a fucking... Uh, aircraft carrier yeah yeah like it just sinks it they attack an aircraft carrier they attack a mansion which is like equivalent to the white house my favorite part of this is that like assuming this all works this is definitely against like some rule of war (laughs) like you can't put your weapons in fruit trucks the geneva convention says no fruit trucks sorry yeah, I'm not an expert, but I bet you if I, you know, skim through the Geneva Conventions that there's something about not having stuff like this. Maybe. I don't know. No, no, not at all. Dahir Inshad's void of the Geneva Convention. They don't need to follow it. If you would like to see what we are talking about for yourself, it is called Dahir Inshot Unmanned Gun and Missile Copter Containment System Combat Simulation 720p. So that's the video of the times. That's the video of the times. We're going to get hit by that in like a couple months. They, the the Russians definitely bought that CG animation that has no details on how you actually create this thing. It's just a fucking child's imagination put into a video. It really is. It really is like that. It really is like very like straight out of a mind of a child. We can't go into context about every single one, but right. which Dahir InShot invention do you think is the most reasonable to become real? Oh, most reasonable? Hmm. Yes. Uh, probably the one where it's like a chamber. It's like a r- robotic bed that traps you if there's an earthquake. <laughs> yeah. The hell bed. The yeah. death box. Oh, yeah. Because I think those actually exist. That's like a thing. Not because it's like... I mean, like, there's some variation of that that's out there, I'm pretty sure. But it's, like, it's not that it's, like, good or anything. It's just that all of Dahir Inshot's other ideas are, like, large-scale transportation or, like, 
gigantic buildings that require like a cultural shift to even exist some of them are like entire city planning like i have made a self-sufficient city with a 17 mile tall greenhouse in it like it's crazy like what if we made an entire entire city of like tubes under the underground that'll like deliver like packages to you what if we made a monorail that was actually just a plane tied to some tracks? Oh, yeah, I <laughs> forgot about that one. <laughs> that was the wildest one. That one might be my favorite, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. That is one of my favorites. That's the most outlandish one. What, what if we put a building on stilts and used it as a trolley? We made it out of hay. Oh, wait, I know what the one you're talking about with the fucking... It's like a it's like a bus that is on stilts so it can ride above traffic. Yeah. That's yeah. so stupid. It really is like we gave a kid a budget and this is what they came <laughs> up with. Hey, they didn't even come up with that with that idea because i remember i mean i'm i'm a i was a weird kid i remember being a kid flipping through uh time magazine in like 2010 and like that was in there like someone was like oh some chinese company has this as a as an idea a double decker bus with only the the second deck so it could go above traffic so that's not that wasn't even their idea I think the most feasible one is the market that you drive through not saying it's a good idea but it'd be pretty easy to build right Oh man! Well, Frog, do you want to? <laughs> the the building would be easy to build. I think the automatic conveyor belt shit would be a bit of a, a bit of a troublesome time. Well, if you watch that one, even the CGI people are just kind of like f- saying "fuck it" and they're just kind of throwing food at a conveyor belt. Like it's like that. a weird <laughs> fucked up version of The Sims. Even in the simulation, they're not they're not like taking care of anything. Like they're just like, oh my god, a die here in shop video game. I would play the shit out of that. <laughs> they have like a multiple grocery store simulations. Uh, proofs, proofs of concept and in each mm-hmm. one the people in the proofs of concept will just like walk up to a conveyor belt grab the exact same steak five times and just like <laughs> just shove it all in there they need the meat we'll, we'll link the videos uh, but but like yeah like it, it, it's it's imagine like an indoor facility the first floor is like cars can <laughs> drive through it and it's like a drive-through supermarket and the second floor is like just basically a factory where they load up aisles of of groceries that like get like pulled down or whatever and like my favorite part is like they get like it's a grocery store so they get these shipments of food it's like okay we got a box of oreos so someone will carefully put oreos in a container wheel the container to where the conveyor belt is, and then they just dump all the boxes of Oreos onto the conveyor <laughs> belt. Like, yeah, all right, fuck this. After they neatly put it into the box. It sorts them out. It don't, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. I'm pretty sure it doesn't. The conveyor <laughs> belt then just, just like, puts it in the, the, in the thing, and then it just... See, but they have two iterations of the of the automatic like driving grocery true. store. There's the one with like the first one, which is the really fucked up one, where you drive into like a lane and it puts you in an enclosed space to make sure you can't like drive off with the groceries. And you can like choose a theme, like you can be in a desert grocery store or yeah, like an ocean really level. Bizarre. Like also the uh, and then and then just all the food comes out on a conveyor belt. You're just supposed to grab it, whatever the fuck you want, like the pig you are. And then the <laughs> the other one is like you drive up to it and you like press a button and it'll give you like the 
dairy section and like there's just an endless elevator of foods that come up through this system for you to pick from and you're just supposed to like take your arm out like from your driver's seat like do it like you're doing a drive through the one where there's <laughs> like a bunch of individual stores you at least get out of the car the other one you're just kind of like going reaching your hand out of the car and it's like trying to go through the drive through it's trying to go through the drive through but trying to knock the food off the shelf yourself so you're just like <laughs> yeah. I need to get some eggs fuck <laughs> you keep knocking them on the floor <laughs> I'm stretching as far as I can out of my car I undo my seatbelt and like and then you knock like you accidentally knock like five eggs down you gotta pay for all of them now my window doesn't go all down all the way because it's an old car imagine the busiest line at a drive through at a fast food joint combined with the busiest day at a supermarket <laughs> there imagine imagine a, imagine a super long line at a drive-thru except instead of like tw- a 15 dollar meal at at like taco bell or mcdonald's it's like a family trying to buy 300 dollars worth of groceries it tries to be like this is a utopian society is where we can create these like products but it's also very dystopic and how it's like this is a place where you never leave your car yeah it's like somebody looked at the Sims, like pure efficiency Sims, where like everything is laid out perfectly, and was like, "What if we made this but real?" This was going to be like in twenty years post Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, we'll have some shit like this, I'm sure. It's just this grocery store takes up so much space. It's like yeah. the size of twenty gas stations. <laughs> it's really not useful at all. They're gonna come up with one that's like Wayside School. Where it's, like, it's, the, it's the same dimensions but up the fucking it's like oh do you, we need to make this building that's the size of two costcos that can effectively serve like 10 families at once like it's so i'll say it again like just imagine the feeling of like of like being stuck behind someone at a fast food drive-thru but instead of being like okay this person's like just taking a long time getting their burger it's like a dude getting, like, a month's worth of food. <laughs> like, like, you know, like, 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 it's like, people don't go to the grocery store to get, like, a meal, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. We've been talking about Dahir InShot for a fucking while. We got off on a Dahir InShot tangent, but uh, wrapping back around to the streetlight, I think that the reason that your car didn't get damaged is because you're going to gain karma from doing a charity stream tomorrow yeah. of as of the time of this recording. I'm very aware of my karma counter. I bought a little like LED device off of wish.com that it's like a meter and it says like how good I am being, how good of a boy I am. It has my karma points on there. And uh yeah, uh so in order to boost that meter, this is the sole reason I'm doing this tomorrow, um Friday, I'm doing uh, I, I'm do I'm if if you're not aware if you're listening to where do we begin and you're not aware of who's on the podcast I am a Twitch streamer and I am doing a 24 hour marathon of the game Super Monkey Ball to raise money for Rices R A I C E S uh the a Texas based charity uh that is focused on supporting immigrant victims of the border crisis and I'm very I'm both excited and nervous and not because of the charity that I'm going to do but dreading it a bit. The uh, because it's twenty four hours of doing the same thing with a few short breaks. Uh, it's uh, it it's something. By the time you're hearing this, it's already happened. So yeah, and you can go watch it right now. The vod exists. Who knows? It maybe it went great. Maybe you were there. 
Let us know in the comments if you were there. Do do we have comments? I don't know how podcasts work. It would be so fucking funny if I die and you have this <laughs> audio. No, I might... no, what? I don't want you to die. That's not funny at all. No, no. Listen, listen. No, I'm not. I'm not a suicidal person. I'm in like in terms of like mental health, I'm probably like the best. I'm at the peak of it in my life, but. Like, if I'm just like, if I'm just like, nah, I might die, and you just have, like, this audio of me beforehand, I think that would be cosmically very funny. Oh, so you're you're just trying to call it, in case. Yeah, I'm calling it, I'm calling it just in case. I wake up every morning like, today's the day I'm gonna die, just so that I, if it happens, <laughs> then I called it. I got recording of, of me saying it. Well, Mark Twain's got you beat, because Mark Twain was born when Haley's Comet was flying through, and he's like, I bet when Haley's Comet flies through again, I'll, I'll be, I'll die. Like, my spirit will, it'll take my spirit, and it happened, so. What? That's the that's ultimate. That's fucking crazy. I didn't know that. He did that. He did that. He hit his own suicide to make it cool. <laughs> he, he, he was on that Heaven's Gate shit before anyone else was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, find him lying in a ditch with his shoes off before he died? Or was that a different person? Oh my god, he experienced foot death. No, he had these sick Jordans on. They were black. <laughs> <laughs> He time traveled for those, and that's why they had to kill him. The uh, I'm looking forward to um to dying with my karma meter maxed out, so I'll go to super heaven. You'll get the good ending, and re and re and I'll re I'll reincarnate into like a dragon. Oh shit! You'll become good cowboy. <laughs> yeah, Super Monkey Ball uh, is one of my favorite games from when I was a kid, and I'm looking forward to playing it. Uh, the goal, of course, is to like. I'm trying to master the game in a trial by fire, like forging my skill in the flames of exhaustion by just playing it and playing it and playing it over and over. Those are the best conditions to get uh, good at something, Tried and right? true. Yeah. Tried and true. Uh, hunger, sleep deprivation. Exercise. Yeah. Like I mean, I won't be hungry. I got Chex Mix right here. I'm going to eat that. This would border on, like, self-harm, but, like... If if you had like a stretch goal that w- could like limit what foods you could eat, that would be funny, but also horrible. <laughs> no one so. wouldn't. No one would want that. They're like limit what foods you could eat. Why do you have a stretch goal for fifteen thousand dollars? You can only eat Velveeta cheese for the next six hours. Like that's, I'm not gonna do that. Somebody would have to like go and get you Velveeta cheese too, because it's not like you could plan ahead. Like oh man, next year we'll do a twenty four hour Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Stream. Ooh. Oh, I can't. <gasps> you gotta. I my heart skips three beats whenever someone mentions that game and reminds me that coming. that's coming out it's soon. Coming. It's coming. I think I've talked about that on the podcast before, so I'm not gonna get into it. I honestly don't know if that game lasts 24 hours. I'm Probably not. Sure. not. I rem- no. You can make it last 24 hours. Just play it again. 24 again. hours is a decent length for a game. Maybe if we did all the side content. I bet if you just like rush through the main story. Although I don't really know if that game has like side content. Yeah, it's like side stories, cutscenes and such. Yeah. Yeah. You like walk down a certain path during a certain fire. God, to, I love the random to, encounters. To, to see a man just like walk up to your caravan and steal an onion. Yeah. Oh I can't wait. I can't wait to stream that game. The uh, log and I stream that game twenty twenty, get ready. Um I'm gonna keep talking about this if we don't stop, so we have to This is, uh, if you're listening to this, this will be post-charity stream. I hope it goes well. Uh, I hope I don't die. But if I did die, gotcha. Uh-huh. You called um, it. Congratulations, called it. I guess. <laughs> and so it is time for our listener questions. 
I have a question from Dr. Synthesis who asks, if you could have any fictional animal as a pet, which would you have and why? Keep in mind that you have to be able to take care of it. Oh, uh, so there's no, like, special No, like you, like, you right now can pluck any fictional creature out of the ether, and it becomes real, and it loves you, but you still have to take care of it. Make this harder for everyone. No Pokemon. What? You can't do that. Why no Pokemon? Pokemon is the obvious choice. Pokemon is literally what I was going to answer. You can't just take my answer away. Pokemon is the easiest choice because it's... Yeah, but don't go for the easy choice. Go for the cool choice. Well, it, well, it's the easiest choice because it's also one of the most attractive choices. Like, who's going to say, oh, I want a goblin? I mean, a, is a goblin a pet, though? <laughs> Is a goblin, like, a goblin is like a person. I think it depends. Well, if you get one of those goblins that can only go like, like, that's not sapient. You would want that in your home, though? I would. You train him. I would get Dr. Mario because I need (laughs) medicine. That's not an animal. (laughs) Dr. Mario is your pet? You have free health care from Dr. Mario. You keep him in a kennel and he comes out and he throws pills out of the ether. He throws pills at you? (laughs) I would like like some kind of high fantasy homunculus. I like the idea of like uh, I, I like the idea of like some mad like maybe just a, like a cat, but it's like a homunculus. So it's like it's still what it is, but it's one hundred percent completely subservient to me. It listens to my command no matter what. I I want that element of control. Uh, I mean, I guess we could pick, like, you know, like a D&D thing. You should not be allowed to own pets. Uh, you know, I guess I could pick, like, a D&D thing, and it could just be, like, an eyeball with arms and legs. Honestly, Balp having a pet eyeball with arms and legs is the most on-brand thing I think you could have picked. I want the slime from Maple Story. Hmm. Have you seen those? those hurt you. Yeah, so does a goblin and Dr. <laughs> Mario. They attack you. Dr. Mario attacks you. Dr. Mario's got that sick forward air. But we have it on tape that Maple Story slimes hurt you on touch, no matter what. That is what? true. What do you mean we true. have it on tape? That is true. I mean, it's in the game. It's in the logs. Yeah. It's been documented. Then I then I pick up then I pick a Dragon Quest slime. That thing's really cute. Yeah, but those are still enemies. If you touch it, you enter a random encounter. Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. I would just invite people over to my house. It's like, yo, you want to experience something that you've never experienced before? And I put them in an RPG battle. And, like, I just say, like, don't kill my pet. But, like, look, there's a menu in your eyes. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> okay. But it's, see, so there's obvious there's obvious tiers of choices, right? Like, there's an obvious choice progression. First, uh, chat hot is the number one choice because... The obvious choice. Everyone's favorite Pokemon that everyone knows. <laughs> one, it's a it's a small parrot Pokemon. And two, because it's a Pokemon, you can feed it whatever the fuck you want and it just lives and grows. I mean, it does in the games, you don't even need to feed them. So, I mean, it just... It's good. I want Shedinja so I may smite my enemy's souls by flipping his back towards them and say, hey, look at this bug, and they die. But then, if Pokemon are off the menu, uh, just go with a Chow. Oh. Oh, a Chow is such a good pick. I think Chow is above Pokemon for me. I would take a Chow over a Pokemon. I just have to give it some whole fruits and pat its head and, like... You just gotta feed it coconuts. Coconuts, fruit, whatever. It won't die unless I tell it to go live in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. Chows will die if you aren't nice to them. They do die. A chow or another kind of thing where you can just kind of give it anything and it sustains itself. And it absorbs its powers, too, which is fucked up. Mm-hmm. 
Your child gives your cat a hug, and no. now it has cat ears. If you have any other pets, like, and you have a chow walker around your house, and it finds your cat, it goes like, beep, 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 and it, like, absorbs your cat's essence, that's probably not good for the cat. Well, the animals seem fine in the games. Well, that's the thing. You gotta remember. They, you give them the animal, the animal jumps out, and then it's uninteractable anymore, and the next time you come back to the chow garden, the animal's gone. Mm, that's true. Oh, it, it puts them on, like, a timer to, to die. They disintegrate. You just don't see it. It's going to sound bad, but I would absolutely trade in my cat for a chow. Oh, <laughs> That's man. a fair trade. We know, we know what Trog is. Are you calling me? You, you're calling, are you you're kidding calling me? My... It's a fucking chow. How could you say no? They're so you're cute. Calling, you're calling me like uh, cruel for wanting a homunculus, but you're ready to just trade one life for another? <laughs> like instant. I'm, tra- I'm, trading, I, I'm trading it up. I'm I'm <laughs> cashing in. I'm gonna look. Cash I'm gonna be minus cats. one cat, but I'm gonna be plus one chow with cat ears, so it's gonna be fine. Oh, and then the, the the third tier of obvious choices are Moogles. Oh, oh, that's a good one. But I'm pretty sure they're sapient. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're very much sapient. They are sapient. They are intelligent. They can talk, but they are essentially pets and will follow you around and do whatever you tell them to. It's more like a roommate at that at that point. I'll get a calico, bro. What if those were real? A palico? A palico, you a mean? Palico. A calico is just a type of cat. Yeah. See, well, that one, well, the cat is sapient. That one will very much be like your companion, as long as you feed it. Like, they will do whatever you want. Yeah. Felines are, are different. I, I would say, okay, for me, the power ranking, number one, chow. Number two, feline from Monster Hunter. Number three, I don't know, Cyndaquil or something. So, I must, <laughs> I must, uh... I must put my foot down and go back to my maple story choice. So you said that the slimes hurt you on contact. Because like in the game, if you bump into the slime, you take damage. Here's the thing. There are many enemies in that game that damage you by contact that make no sense for that to happen. Like, they have to attack you, and that's just a lack of, like, animation for every basic attack they might have. Because in Maple Story, there's an enemy that's just a stump with four legs that walks at a mile an hour. And if you touch it, you'll take damage. The yeah, slime does, The slime does the same thing. So I think that it only wants to attack you if it feels hostile to you. Chemical burn from from the log from the stump. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. You know, we we could we could be here all night discussing the merits of slime. There are many Dota two couriers that I would allow Ooh, to be. Oh yeah. yeah, that'd be good. The frog, the big frog. I'd have to feed it like a lot of bugs. The big frog would be hard to take care of. Do those count as fictional animals? Sure, it can fly. They're magical. Randomizer77 wants to know what our personal games of the year were. We played a lot of games. I've been thinking about this. I think it's Sekiro. You sure it's not Destiny 2? I don't know. That's like, that's like not really a fair, like honestly, yes, I've played, I've played much more hours wise Destiny 2, but that's because it's the kind of game it is. Like It wants you. It actively tries to grab you. Sekiro says like, join me on this quest and it takes you through it and then it says, go on, you're done. Exactly. I will say... It's basically a tie between Sekiro and Hypnospace Outlaw for me. Those two were awesome. It's definitely Sekiro. Um, there were a lot of contenders this year. I've seen so many people say, like, oh, 2019 was shit for games. No way. But, like, no. We got, like, we got fucking Devil May Cry. We got fucking... This is your personal game of the year. So I will I will say it didn't even have to come out this year. Like, what is a game you played this year? That's and pointless. Liked? I think no, that's it's pointless. Not. Mine is Tekken 7. I got into Tekken 7 this year. That shit's that's true. the best. And I guess, like, Destiny Destiny 2 didn't come out this year. It was the new exactly. life thing. And you could say that, like, Tekken 7, like, Season 3. Yeah. 
That's why, but that's the thing. Even if Destiny 2 had come out this year, it still wouldn't be my game of the year. Yes, I think it's fun, but I mostly enjoy it for the horrible time sink it is to just suck away all my free time. Sekiro has I, some of the coolest, like, video game moments of all time, like, of any game I've ever played. Like, the end of, like, the first Genichiro fight, the way that the way that closes out is so fucking cool. The final boss is, like, the, the coolest thing in, like, any Souls game. Both final bosses. Every final boss. I still haven't seen the other final boss. I don't, I still, don't spoil it, because one day I will go back and do that. I'm not going to spoil it, but every final boss in that game, because there are multiple, is super sick. How many are there? Just two? I guess there's only two. There's two and a couple extra fights that you can get near the end, but both of them are are super awesome. And just like from a gameplay perspective, like it so it is solid. the it is the Dark Souls. It is like what makes Dark Souls combat satisfying, like honed down to like a narrow edge of like this is everything that the combat is with none of the RPG elements of Dark Souls to the point of yeah that they can remove all that those RPG elements and like the custom flair that you yeah. would put on the game and say like you have a weapon. And it will stay fun to use for the entire game. Exactly, it's it's incredible. I have I have tried to play Dark Souls one. I've tried to play Dark Souls three. Uh, I don't have a PS4, so I never played Bloodborne. Sekiro is the first From Software game I have played to completion, and I admit that's because I am a scrub and I have not played, gotten past fucking uh, Ornstein and Smo, but. It's fun. It's fun enough for me to to grab me in the Dark Souls sense of like getting through by dying repeatedly and understanding like the lessons, like tells and lessons, and experiencing the world being a fragile being. But also, but also, I can see why people don't like it. But I personally really liked it. Don't know if I'd say it's my game of the year, but I'd say it's my AAA game of the year. I think it's a. Uh, it's like. Whenever I beat Sekiro for the first time, I fucking hated that game by the end of it. And then as soon as I beat it, I started another playthrough. Like, I was so fucking pissed off, and then you just win, and it's like, fuck that game, I'm gonna beat it again now. Weird relationship with that game. I was, like, mystified by it. I I was, like, it was just, like, so cool. It, like, it felt like, I don't know what it transcended, but I feel like it transcended something. It was so cool. Fucking love that game. I kiss that game. I kiss from software on the lips. <laughs> all of them. It's a great one. Well, hopefully they'll make a second one. Log. What was your game of the year? Yeah, I don't know. Mine's pretty simple. It's like Devil May Cry Five. Mm. That's a good one. Uh Hypnospace Outlaw. I refuse to acknowledge Balp's game I played this year. That, hey, hey, <laughs> games I know. My games I know of this year is uh Baten Kaitos Origins. You know that. <laughs> Games I know, Paper Mario, Paper Mario 2. Paper Mario is my game of the year, 2019. Damn. My game my of game I know. know it. 2019. <laughs> it's the game to know of. Tekken 7's my game of the year. It, it just is. I didn't, like, I've bought and tried playing different fighting games over the years, and Tekken 7 is the one that stuck and is the one that, like, where I played it and it clicked and I get it. And I get how they work, and I get how they operate, and now it may, it feels good to play. I stopped playing for a few months just because other things like came up or like other games came up. But like I tried playing again like this week, and like I hopped right back in, and it felt good. It still feels good to just play. So yeah, it clicks. I feel enlightened. That's why it's my game of the year. It is like fighting games were the last genre of game that I didn't get, and now I, I now I get them, and I'm I'm happy. 
I think uh, I want to take a second because Log also brought it up to talk about Devil May Cry 5 because I would say while I enjoyed like that's a fucking really hard to say whether I like that or Sekiro more in terms of like gameplay but Devil May Cry 5 might be like the best looking game I've ever played like that fucking engine that Capcom made is scary how fucking beautiful that game looks and it runs amazing I know and it's like 60 FPS constantly it's amazing that and RE2, I have not touched that game, but I it looks so scary. It's crazy. Scary in not the Uncanny Valley way, but in the, you get real close. It's PS6 graphics. It's PS6 graphics. That makes me ask the question, what game this year did you guys, like, not get around to playing that you regret? Because for me, I think it's RE2. Like, I mean, I could always go play it, but I just mean, like, are there any things that you feel like you missed? I'll play Disco Elysium. It's on sale now. I'll, 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 everyone <laughs> talks about it. I'll play it. I like CRPG, so I didn't get a, so it kind of pains me that I didn't get around to Disco Elysium because it, like, uh, people are saying, like, it's really good and it, like, is revolutionary for, for, like, that type of game. And I also didn't get around to playing Hypnospace, which I have that game. I just never got around to it. I will. I'm looking at the games on my uh, Steam wish list that I want to... St- I still need to play through Indivisible because that came out the same time I fell into Destiny 2 hole with everyone else. And I feel like I've started to not play any other games that are anything else. But I'm seeing on my wish list that I wanted to play Ape Out, which came out this year. I didn't get the chance to do oh, yeah. that. I barely even played that, and I streamed it. Kind of. I do. I will <laughs> recommend Risk of Rain two in the early access state it is in. It is. Uh, Did that come out this year? Yes. Yeah, it was early access this year. Huh. Pretty much. If they sell it, it came out. Yeah, I loved Risk of Rain two. You know how you know how most podcasts, gaming podcasts, they tell you about the games they played. We're, we're going to tell you about the games we didn't play. <laughs> we're the opposite. I can't think of a game that, like, came out that I wanted to but didn't get around to. A lot of, like, uh, really retro-style RPGs that have really, like, came out this year that I wanted to play. Like, Aeon Flux, like, Aeon, what was Iron Maiden or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. I played, yeah Dus- I played Dusk and I highly, highly recommend it. There was, like, uh, a medieval maximum action, which is, like, reminds me of, like, double action Boogaloo, but, like, a, <laughs> yeah. a single-player campaign. Lots of first-person shooters this, uh, this lots year. Of, lots of, like, that nostalgia. Stylized. Stylized. Kinda. Yeah. Huns, yeah. If we're just doing video game-related of the year stuff, I do want to give a special shout-out slash fuck you to Kingdom Hearts 3. The most disappointing game of 2019. Whoa. That yeah, I was uh, going to ask what your biggest, what your most disappointing game of 2019 was, and I was Kingdom thinking Hearts like some 3. of the VR titles I played, but Kingdom Hearts three was a the biggest letdown. I didn't like. <sighs> what a shame. It's really only the biggest letdown for me because I really didn't play any other games that I was like super looking forward to, and then they weren't good. And Kingdom Hearts three was like playable. Like I still think if you really like. Kingdom Hearts, and you like the story, play through it on easy, see the story, and then never turn it on again. Because that's, like, basically what I did. There's, it just, the gameplay left a lot to be desired, especially, like, I just came off of playing, like, 2, which is, like, the pinnacle of Kingdom Hearts gameplay, and then 3 was just, like, boring. And the, 
the 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 saving grace of that game is that the ending story is full Kingdom Hearts bullshit crazy like nothing makes sense. This is the stupidest thing. I was like yelling at my screen during a cutscene near the end of that game just fucking furious at what was happening. It you got to play it if you're into Kingdom Hearts, but you're not missing out on anything if you don't give a shit about that series. I'm still looking at my wish list. I think two others were Travis Strikes Back, Blasphemous, that, like, really Catholic-looking, like, Metroidvania looked really cool, but I didn't get the chance to touch it, and, like, uh, Pathologic 2, that's a game that, uh, people have acclaimed, but I have not touched, so I will, but I will say it out loud, so I sound smart. Games I need to get around to playing, I have Travis Strikes Again. Uh, I only played through, like, one and a half levels, so I need to go and, like, actually play more of it to prepare myself for No More Heroes 3. I need to get caught up on the No More Heroes lore. A game that I played this year that I really fucking loved for the first time was the Steam port of Killer7. I have not played, uh, No More Heroes or any other, like, later Suda games, but Killer7, I really wanted to play that. I highly recommend it. I was completely surprised with it because I expected it to be, like, a weird, trippy, violent, like, way in, like, Hotline Miami was, but it's more like the way Hotline Miami 2 is, where it's, like, all about, like, political drama and about, like, specifically post-World War II, like, American-Japanese relations, and it's all wrapped up on, like, this metaphor between, like, battles between gods and, like, people. There's, like, the layers of conspiracy, which are the two gods and, like, the the people who control the government and, like, the regular pe- people who are, and, like, the ghosts who everyone can kill, like, turns into, like, a ghost for you. And it's, like, super complicated, really hard-to-follow shit that is really fun. I really want to play, like, the Silver Case and, like, really other early, like, Suda shit, because that reminds me of, like, these games are cool, but I want to know these these stories that where he's, he's able to go, like, off the rails are kind of what he's been known for. It's how he got started. Yeah, dig through all those metaphors and symbolism and then have Travis touchdown jerk off his katana. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, is a, this is a video game. Where a man just has a shirt that says sexual on it. <laughs> I will also say game I need to game that I did play and did play like a, probably eighty to a hundred hours of, and I still need to finish Fire Emblem Three Houses. Wow, I have not That's finished it game. because I that game came out while I was deep into the gallery power cycle, and so I can't really like play a strategy game for hours at a time whenever I'm trying to, like, do this stuff. But, yeah, it's, uh... Don't hold up that Gohan. Nobody can see that. You're not supposed to comment on it. <laughs> I can't believe that interrupted you. Sorry, you, you can't you can't do that to me. Um, But, yeah, it's, a. Uh, I feel like it's a pretty, pretty triumphant return. Well, I, I can't even say it's, like, a triumphant return. It's just a, it's just a really good game that isn't, like, insufferable in the ways that Fire Emblem games are often insufferable. Not shitty. They made a good one for once. Yeah. I mean, what can I say? Good job. Worst games of the year. My or my most disappointing games of the year. I got two of them. Uh, 
both of them I haven't played. Well, actually, technically, no. Uh, one <laughs> of them I haven't played, and one of them isn't out yet. Samurai Showdown. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, show on PC. And Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Uh-oh. <laughs> Samurai Showdown is still not on fucking PC. It can't be most disappointing game if it's not out. Sham show. <laughs> Sham show. But, uh, yeah, they I was like, I was like for all sure. for, I was like way into it. So, all right, yeah, cool. New games to play. New fun to be had. Samurai Showdown does not have a PC release. Yet still, still. Uh, it it was it was a Evo. <laughs> yeah, they're on to like season pass two now or whatever, aren't they? Yeah, there's already like multiple DLC characters for that game, and it's still not on PC. Yeah, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus is not out. I don't know. I guess it's gonna be out in like March. I don't know. Uh, I stopped really paying much attention to it after I learned that the game is launching with eleven characters. Wow, unfortunate. I did learn that there actually is a 12th character, and it's like a boss character that you unlock. However, I learned this in their Season Pass 1 trailer, which simultaneously announced their Season Pass 2. So, that game is going to be more expensive than the fucking gacha game that it's based on. (laughs) Whatever. I'll wait for, like, a Game of the Year edition and see if it has, like, 70 new characters. It's still not even the the end of the year yet. I've 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 seen people. I've seen footage of Wadham, which like literally just came out, and that looks like a fun That's fucking true. game. And I still haven't finished Boneworks. That might be a game of the year contender. Pretty fucking cool so far. But I feel like VR games need a separate category at the stage of life VR's in. That is our where do we begin video game game of the year wrap up games to know twenty nineteen games of the. Decade. Thanks, thanks about asking about video games. If you want more opinions about our things that we think are cool, then keep asking questions. Yeah. If you want more video game-related content, check out a podcast called Do You Like Games, which has not been updated. Which has two episodes <laughs> on this feed. Two, ep- two episodes. From last year. Yeah, scroll down. They're at the bottom. <laughs> From like 18 months ago. I like talking about your retrospectives as much as I kind of hate like talking about, oh, it's new shit and like... We have to re- redo everything, but like I do like having a retrospective of like thinking things we want to recommend that we remember we, that we necessarily were made this year, but at least learned about this year. Yeah, go play Hypno Space. It's like five dollars. I could talk about like all the albums I listened to for like ten minutes, but that's another whole tangent. I've got a question here from Maddie who asks. What is the ultimate henchman name? Come on, top of the dome. No thinking about it. What's the first thing that comes to your head? Goon, when the red health bar appears, like, above, like, the hench- the boss has the name with the bigger health bar, but the- he spawns the goons, and they have, like, the little sliver health it, bar. It just says there's, goon. Like, there's, like, three of them on the screen underneath where the boss name is. Uh, you said don't think about it, so, yeah. like, I just flipped a switch in my brain that said generate name, and the first thing that popped into my head was Donovan Crustman. Well, that's, your, that's your answer. Mine is Zorbon. You can't, no takes backs. Donovan Crustman? But that's not... Sorry. Did you say Zorbon? Yeah, Zorbo. Z- Wait, is it Zorbon or Zorbo? Zorbo. I've never met a single Zorbo. person named Zorbo, let alone a crew of <laughs> Let alone a henchman, which I know many. A crew of them? Like, these henchmen aren't gonna all have the same names, not- Like, I don't have- I don't have ten men named Donovan Crustman 
I don't have 10 <laughs> men named Donovan Crustman that I call into the room to attack you if I don't like our business dealings. But what if you did? That would be very intimidating. <laughs> it would be good for henchmen. Uh, I think Heine. Mr. Crustman. Heine? Heine. Heine? Heine. <laughs> that was the first one that popped into my head. What do you want? I follow my own rules. So, you guys gave me some time to think, even though that wasn't the rule. And so, like, it's it's kind of like, uh, like a, it's like a, it was like a dice block in Mario Party. Like, names were cycling through the dice block, and then it gave my turn, and I hit it. And out came Attachment Chris. Okay. Okay. That's your new that's henchman. It. That's it. Because he's like, because uh, he's like an accessory? Like, because he's a henchman? Why is... I don't know. That's just, that's a good name. I just don't think it's I don't think it's befitting of a henchman. Attachment it's befitting Chris, of a king. I don't I don't know. Some Attachment Chris, John Droplet, uh, Little DMX Four. Little DMX Four is probably the best one. But you did come up with three, so you're disqualified. That's oh, DMX's henchman's name. Oh no! Sorry. DMX, DMY, and DMZ. <laughs> <laughs> I have fond memories of playing, for some reason, Cadillacs and dinosaurs as a kid, and now I'm. That led me onto the path of, I want my henchman to just be, I mean, this is beyond the name. I want my henchman to just be a velociraptor. He needs a name. Zorbo. What was the name of the henchman in Cyber Kids? Zeist. 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 Yeah, I changed my, I changed my answer. That is, that's the henchman name. Zeist is the, is the name of our henchman. Collectively. I'm making the executive decision for all of us. Robert Zadar. Is by itself is a very good name for a henchman. Yeah. He's lent himself fully to that role. And Rest in peace. Played a lot of them. Yes. It's true. He is the ultimate henchman. Now all henchmen must be named that. Zeist was the role he was made for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, we started this podcast off by talking about how well we matched up to our uh, re- uh, New Year's resolutions and, you know, our completion percentage. What are you hoping for the next year, for 2020? I'm going to shoot for at least 30%. Oh, yo, you're not going to talk about what your resolution is, but... I'll decide afterwards. Ask me next next year. <laughs> That's not how it works. My resolution is illegal, so it shall not be discussed. Oh, oh. okay. It's not, That's, That's dangerous. An interesting take on it, I guess. No, um, my real resolution uh, is to make 2020 the best year of my life. That's a good one. It's a good one. That includes my 2019 resolution as part of it. I gotta, I gotta best out more videos, and there's gonna be one pretty soon. I'm pretty soon. I think I'm gonna wait for 2023 to be the best year of my life. I think you know, like that number. <laughs> yeah. Is that was that is that the year of the monster? Yeah. Oh, that's the year. That is the year of the monster. That'll oh, be no. my time to shine. Oh shit! He's gonna defect to the monsters. <laughs> You've already given up your plan. I know. I, I I've seen. I've seen how it ends. He's never told us his last name, Arag Frankenstein. <laughs> My middle name is just the mummy in quotes. <laughs> Arag the mummy Frankenstein. Damn, that's a henchman name. <laughs> so last year I tried to make my resolution pretty concrete. Like I had like, okay, 100 cool things. And that was my trial. Uh, I didn't make, I didn't do 100 things. I did 60. But I think this year, so I, I know my limits now. That's, that, that's what this year was, was me testing my limits. And now I know my limits. This year, I'm, I want to do a lot more cool stuff, but I'm not going to keep count. But my like real hardcore resolution, I want to try doing stand-up comedy. Oh, I like that. Oh. oh my gosh. I would 
I will fucking fly to Boston to watch you do stand-up comedy. Yeah, I would go too. Life's too short if I don't try. I'm going to try to start doing stand-up comedy. I will literally purchase a plane ticket and fly to Boston. <laughs> on a fucking, like, you could tell oh, me, man. hey, I gotta, I, I'm going to be on stage here tomorrow, and I would be on a plane on a fucking red eye on my fucking way to Boston to see that. Yeah. I would drop shit for that. I'll let you know how it goes. I, I want to give Damn it a man. shot. I want to give it a shot. That's ambitious. That's a good one. I think I, I think some for some reason, I think I could do it. I think you could. All you people are coming up with good ones, making me feel like I need one. How long do you think, like, you would be able to carry yourself? Like, for... I think you could do that for a while. You have a good tendency to, like, make a story, like... What, what do you mean? What do you mean carry myself? Like, how long would your set be? How how long would you shoot for for a set? Like thirty minutes? I don't know how long comedy sets normally are. I don't know enough about stand up comedy yet. <laughs> yeah, you got to research. You got yeah. You got. I'm waiting for your Netflix special. Give me like how much you can say how much you, however it is, but like Bob's material takes him six hours to perform in a single standing endurance run. Are you gonna have a unique spin on it, like Dimitri Martin? You're going to have, like, drawings and guitar playing? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Oh, yeah, you're gonna have, are you going to become a prop comic? Yeah, you're going to be a prop comic. Oh, no. An hour and a half of the six-hour set is him cooking, like, dinner. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He just goes around and asks every single person in the, in the audience what they had for dinner and then just says nice afterwards. <laughs> All right, Bob. In, in order for you to become a serious prop comic, you're going to need to change your hair into something memorable that you can tie to your name. Maybe, like, have it, like, stand up and, like, orange? Yeah. Yeah, your, your, your comedian name is Paul Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like, you know, more vegetable-based, so, like... Uh, Paul Broccoli. Tomato... Tomato Phoenix. Paul Broccoli. Can you get Kazuya hair and go on stage? Oh, yeah, there you go. Go <laughs> Kazuya hair. Hell That'd yeah. That'd be great. That'd be great, and don't draw any attention to it. Just act like that's your normal haircut. No, that's like, that's <laughs> Okay, normal. okay. God, you need a Kazuya haircut. Okay, Stop. okay, 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 okay. For any reason. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I am going to put my foot down. I'm a man up. I'm going to give it a stand-up comedy a serious shot. And this has gone beyond a New Year's resolution, okay? If I ever, if I ever get successful enough that I get, like, a stand-up special, I will cosplay as Kazuya <laughs> Mishima from his outfit from Tekken 7 with the trench coat and the hair and the, and the tie and everything. And I will draw no attention to it ever. <laughs> I love it. Well, I mean, you can get away with like the the trench coat. I will. I will. I will do. I will do his downpour for <laughs> on stage at the end. Do an EWGF into the microphone. <laughs> Hell yes. Yeah, like have like a little like firework hidden in your sleeve, so it like just goes like. <laughs> And like, yeah. oh yeah, that that'll yeah, work that's out. How, real that would work well. out really well is to strap explosives to your body before you do this. I think it'd be funnier to attempt a hell sweep on stage and do it really bad. Oh yeah, that's the big finisher. Now you do forty-five minutes of comedy, and now I'm gonna do a hell sweep. You hell sweep the mic stand. Oh yeah, knock it the fuck over and break your. No, ankle. at that. No, at the end, someone, another comedian dressed as Heihachi comes out. Damn, that's such a good fucking resolution. Fuck, how am I supposed to follow that up? But yeah, I'm I'm gonna give it a shot. I I don't know. I have not ironed out any of the details, but I'll, I'll try. I'll give it a last try. Okay, I I got my resolution. Okay, I'm set my I set my goals a little lofty last year with my hot zero percent, but 
this this goal is a lot more universal and I think it's achievable. I want to make one funny thing in 2020. Ah, oh, come on. Like a big thing? Oh, I I picked 100 and you're just like I'm going to do one? Yeah. Hey, I set my sights. I set my sights reasonable because then every funny thing I do over one, that's just that's extra. Extra credit. God, God is going to be looking down at you just like, wow, incredible. Just like pog champing at you. I hate to use that. Mira has infected me, but God will God will pog. God may pog. <laughs> Devil may pog. You need to give yourself a higher number so that you want to achieve it. Okay, fine. So, five. I will do five, five funny, funny things. things in 2020. <laughs> Trog's five funny things. It'll be like someday in March, and you'll pull like a flower like out of your pocket. Like <laughs> you'll be you'll, you'll make no, it. not not clown funny. <laughs> it's got to be like it's got to be like a media thing. It has to be some sort of funny media. Yeah, and this 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 podcast doesn't count. No, the podcast doesn't count. We already do that. It's got to be five new funny things. I go into the grocery store and I'm wearing a fancy new bow tie, and the cashier she says, "You know, it's a really nice bow tie. It's eccentric." And I say. And I flick it, and it goes, woo, 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 and it spins, and I'm like, and it squirts water in her face, and I'm like, I'm like one down, and then I sprint out in tears. <laughs> I like, I, I meticulously set up a banana peel in front of a flight of stairs and fall down them in front of like oh, a no. classroom of children, and they all laugh at me. Your one funny thing is done, and you may, and you can, and then you perish. Yeah, we're also calling Trog's death, just not as immediate. 2020, though. Okay. Uh... 2019 is ending with eight chapters of Gather Ye Power. Next year, I want to make at least 16. Fuck yeah. Like you end with another eight or like you're making another 16? Making another 16. Okay. Uh, so like that that's the minimum. I want at least 16. And in my mind, I'm thinking of like two specific, two or three specific plot points that I want to at least get through in that time before the end of the year. I think you can do that. That sounds reasonable. I'm thinking it is. So I want, I'm hoping to get to the next level. Arar, did you have one? I don't know. I'm okay where I'm at right now. I, I'm, I'm less, I don't need to have like a resolution so much so to like be in the new year. I'm happy that like I've started a new job that I really like and I'm like, doing okay. a whole bunch of stuff right. like that so it's like well fuck i've already made a bunch of changes in my life I, the, the, you just the, did it earlier the, the, i did it earlier the month passing over doesn't have to mean anything more how about you focus on the next year then how about you focus on getting a power that you can use when you do the effect to the monsters yeah you gotta have a monster power you know prepare for the year of the monster that's your resolution develop develop powers well you have like you have three years to prepare so trunks came to us and said well i have three years to prepare for the monsters to show up (laughs) eric's 2020 resolution is to control lightning in 2023 you will die of a heart attack and be reborn as Frankenstein. <laughs> I don't have any medicine for you. <laughs> Get ready. I gotta go before the monsters find me. Well, guys, 2019, this is the last time you'll be hearing me of the year, maybe. Um, the And to all my other friends, too. This is bad. What? Delete this. Delete this. <laughs> <laughs>
We don't know where we begin the end of 2019, and the we'll, but but we'll all, but we'll know about it in 2020, and we'll ask where we begin then too. Dude, come the fuck on, do this right. <laughs> That's right enough. I think that was perfect, actually. If you mess up one more time, I will leave all of this in. Hey, I thought that last one was great. You already, you're already leaving it in because that's my outro. All right, thank Hell you for yeah. listening. Uh, the uh, this will be our last episode of the year. We'll be coming back in January with another smash hit episode of the podcast, uh, featuring um, where it's going to come out on gold plated vinyl. Uh, the if you want to hear more of us, the uh, try to look us up on the websites. You could go to twitch.tv slash TV, where I do live streams on the regular multiple times a week. Um, the uh, Follow us, all of us, on social media. Um, the I go by Wayne Radio TV. Who else want to plug? I don't need a plug. I don't need a plug. I'll, I'll plug the charity you're doing tomorrow for. Yes. So... Tomorrow we are doing that charity, but it's going to be over. So if you missed it, go check out the VOD and fuck it. Like, I hope you donated. You can still donate now. You can donate. I, you better. You better. But if you didn't, you can still donate. Look for me on social media and YouTube. It's Balp. It's B-A-A-U-L-P. Look for Balp in Hollywood doing stand-up. <laughs> that amazing plug. The charity is called Rices. I don't know if we ever said that. I yes. did. R-A-I-C-E-S of Texas. And Log's got a comic to plug. Yeah, uh, so on Twitter, I am named Log Blaster because I think there's a Norwegian company called Logmore, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> uh, Gather You Power is the name of the comic. You Just Google it. I am the top result because I got that sick, sick SEO. Nobody ever came up with this name before. Um, For anything. Yeah, people came up with the name Logmore before, but Gather Ye Power is just, yeah, got it. Um, Rolls yeah. off the tongue. It snaps. So that's it. Thank you for listening. If you have questions for next week's podcast, or not next month's podcast, you know, whenever the next podcast is, if you got questions, uh, join the Wayne Radio TV Discord. The link will be in the description on Podbean. Um, the... Uh, if you're listening to us on Spotify uh, or iTunes or Google Play or whatever your streaming service is, um, the, you can also email us at uh, it's where do we begin QA at gmail.com, correct? Yes. Right. Um, the, uh, and if you're looking for any of the links about any of the stuff we talked about today that will usually be included in the Podbean description, what's our Podbean link? That's the one I can never remember. It's wayneradiotv.podbean.com. There we go. The answer is solved. That's it, everybody. I hope you have a fantastic end of your 2019 year. And we'll see you in 2020. Have a good one. Peace out.